Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Two Red Tuesdays right here on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my special special guest host this evening, uh, Susan Newton of Saves and Sexy Radio. Hey, Susie. Hey, Sugar Booger. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm pretty okay. You know, this is my first time being on a whole show like this. So, yeah, trying to get my nervous jitters out of the way. But I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to roll with it. Tune it Tuesday. That's, what's going on? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. In the next couple of weeks, you know, over the next three months, I'll be pulling in different um, guests. I'm not going to call them uh, co-hosts because they will actually be hosting the show. Um, I'm actually been uh, talking to someone about teaching classes um, for women um, to those who are scared, not, I won't say scared, but those who have, you know, um, questions and they want more knowledge and they are a little apprehensive about stepping into the world of podcasting, all right? So um, that's, that's what I'm, I'm working back, you know, I'm working with on the sidelines right now. So I will be pulling in guest hosts, um, you know, for the remainder of the year, at least once a week. Uh, I'll be, I'm, I'm still here, you know, just in case something happens. Um, but Susie, you're in good hands with Susie tonight, guys. All right. She's, she's well-versed. Um, she's an author. She's a, a, a marketing strategist. She's a project management something, something. And she got something going on with the computer right now. And, you know, she got a lot going on just like I do. So you're yeah. in very good hands this evening. Very good hands. Um, but I want to briefly just talk about, before we jump into the show, um, just backtrack what we talked about on, um, what's today, Tuesday? So Thursday, on last yeah. Thursday, the 19th, we had published author C. Bedford here, um, and her book, uh, A Sibling's Rival, is out right now. I'm sorry, A Sibling's Betrayal is out right now. She's working on part two of that book, and some more fun things he has going on, urban fiction author under the Dream Wake Work Publishing Company. Um, you can find that book on Amazon um, some more places, but just start with Amazon. You can't go wrong with Amazon, all right? So make sure that you're supporting this this uh, wonderful author. We talked last week about the movie Hustlers and how when it debuted, it, it debuted top-selling um, movie for J-Lo 
as well as the top-selling movies that starred um, women of color. It grossed like 33-point-something million dollars um, that first weekend, right? Well, most of you all know when you, you write a book or, or you write, you know, um, a play or you write a movie, it may come from some real-life events. Well, Hustlers, in fact, did come from a real-life stripper. Um, the stripper who inspired J-Lo's character Ramona in Hustlers is now threatening to file suit um, against STX Entertainment. Um, she's saying that she was the alleged mastermind behind a ring of strippers who drugged their clients and took their credit cards. Um, in 2017, she did plead guilty um, and was sentenced to five years of probation. Now, the story of the fraud ring, as told to New York Magazine in 2015, was adapted to the movie Hustler. So her attorney has sent a letter, you know, stating that um, she's in a flagrant violation of her rights and he's threatening to sue if they don't work out a deal within the next 10 days. So I'm sure mm. on the next episode, or if not the next episode, next Tuesday, I'll let you know how this suit is going. If you haven't seen the movie, go see it. Go see it. Go see it. I mean, I ain't seen it yet, but I'm just saying, go go see it. Go see it. All right? Uh, It starts with J-Lo, Bizzo, Cardi B, uh, Kiki Palmer, um, and like two more, two more off-brand, name brands. You know what I'm saying? So just check out Hustlers, you know? Um, Definitely a movie that you will not sleep on. Definitely, you know, you will not sleep on this movie. All right, now, in the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about, um, well, I'm sorry, for the past year, we've been talking about Takashi Six Nine, right? And everything that he's got going on with him. And, you know, in the last episode, we talked about how he just got in the courtroom and just started kissing. He was telling on everybody, from Jim Jones, you know, to Cardi B, everybody. He was telling on everybody. Well, this came out today. Today is 24th. Today, this came out today. Um, according to Hot 97's Lisa Evers, the driver of the vehicle that he was in when he was kidnapped, Jorge Rivera, was actually a government informant. And nobody knew why, like, ICE had to come in. Like, this is, you know, I mean, Takashi Siknan's a Mexican, but he's legit, you know what I'm saying? So why bring ICE into all of this? Well, it was because um, Jorge Rivera is actually um, in the country illegally. Hmm. And uh, his, his little deal was, you know, if you drive the car, you know, you drop dime on um, this whole setup, then we won't support you. Mm. So, of course, he's going to jump on that. You know, of course, he's going to jump on it. Mm. So, again, he's apparently behind the wheel when he was kidnapped. Um, and, again, if you haven't seen any of that footage, it, it, I mean, it was just funny how they just knew where to be at the right time and they were just there, you know at the right time. So um, we'll keep you updated because every week there'll be something different with this case. So we'll definitely keep you updated. If you are in the, I want to say it's Houston, you didn't give me all my notes, good. But if you're in the Houston area this weekend, here we go. Um, The 8th annual, I'm sorry, Colleen, Texas, the 8th annual Armed Forces Natural Hair and Health Expo will take place from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday. I'm going to talk about this event a little later, all right? Oh, Remind me okay. to talk about that a little later. But coming up also this weekend, if you're in the North Carolina area, Durham, North Carolina, 
presents the sixth annual Art of Cool Festival. Um, it is being held from the 27th to the 29th of September, so that's Friday through Sunday. Last year was huge. I was able to go and actually um, work behind the scenes last year. It was huge last year. Got some things going on this year, not going to make it. Um, but Jill Scott, Run DMC, Ari Lennox, Houdini, um, Big Daddy Kane, they're uh, some of the opening acts for the Art of Cool Festival. It's being produced by the Dome Group, LLC. Um, and it ranges um, from artists, neo-soul artists, R&B artists, hip-hop, jazz, um, alternative, spoken word. Um, it's a whole weekend. Tickets are still available. Um, if you need information on the tickets, I'll drop that tonight um, on all social media so you'll be able to get all of that information and attend if you're in, you know, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, you want to drive up in Georgia, um, all of those, those states. Um, a huge festival, again. So if you can't make all of these, don't miss all of these. If you can't tune into everything, like I'm just catching up on power. I don't know if you watch power, but I'm just catching up. I don't. Because, you know, people drop information like you're not ready for it because you're like three episodes behind and they're dropping information. So I'm like, you know what, let me catch up on this stuff. And I'm I'm still behind on Greenleaf and, you know, so, yeah, that's how that is. But that's, that's all I got for yeah. you as far as uh, entertainment is concerned. Susie, I'm turning it over to you to introduce our guest and read her bio. Oh, my God. Here we go. Ava Laura, how you doing? Can't you hear me? I'm wonderful. How okay. are you? All right. I'm well, I'm well, I'm well. It's good to have you on the show. So, y'all, we have Ava Laura Gaither on the line. She is an intuitive consultant, certified life coach, global healer, and keynote speaker. It's your time to break through fears and make a greater impact, and it all begins within you. Transform with Ava Laura's support and contact her today for a consultation at avalaura.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-U-R-A.com. She also says, embrace all that you are in service to the world and to your highest and most incredible life. The journey awaits for no one. It begins now. This is a challenge from Eva, from Ava Laura, sorry about that, the international celebrated intuitive consultant and life coach. Ava Laura passionately assists individuals who dare to live their best lives. She takes her clients from whole to wholeness in their life, relationships, and business by guiding them through a powerful healing process that helps them discover who they are, who they wish to be, and how to get there. <sighs> if now is the time for you to live a freedom-focused life, <clears throat> detox yourself of limiting, of limiting beliefs that no longer serves you and create an unrecognizable reality, then Ava Laura is the guide you've been waiting for. Ava Laura is a licensed gradual social worker who holds a bachelor degree in psychology and a master's degree in social work. Additionally, she is a trained Reiki master, teacher, certified life coach, and spiritual counselor, hypnotherapist, holistic aromatherapist, and yoga Meditation instructor, good God Almighty. Hey, Ava Laura, how are you? Again, I say. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. It's good to be here, and thank you for that introduction. I just want to know what that sign was all about. 
Cause like you, it's just I was like mouthful. Remember before we got online, I was like, listen, I was reading your bio, you know, going not your bio, but I was going over your website, and I'm like, listen, I done got caught up just you know, cause I'm a researcher just by nature. Like if I see one mm-hmm. thing, it's gonna take me somewhere else and somewhere else and somewhere else. And so you are the second. Am I saying this right anyway? Is it Reiki master? Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. You got it. That's right. it. Okay. So you're the second Reiki master to come on Indie Fire Radio within the last week, if I'm not mistaken. Carlo um, wow. Hendricks was our first our first one the other week, or not our, but Indie Fire's uh, first uh, Reiki master the other week, if I'm not mistaken. And I just, I'm like, when I first heard of it, I was like, wait a minute, Reiki, what the, what the hell? You know, because I don't know. <laughs> so if I don't know, then I need to go find out. So to have, you know, to be able to be the guest host, tonight to sit here and, you know, discuss this and all of your wonderful attributes with you is like a blessing to me because I'm curious. Awesome. Yeah, that's what the side was about. So I'm going to hit you with the basics, of of course, you know, to begin with. So what brought you into wanting to be a life coach and a Reiki master? Like, how did you decide you wanted to be all of who you are today? Mm, I love that question. Yes, all of who I am yeah. Uh, because that's truthfully what I'm helping my clients to do is be all of who they are. And obviously I can't show up and help them to do that if I am not all of who I am, right? right. Um, right. Got to practice what you preach. Um, yeah. But as you said, my background is actually in psychology and social work and mental health. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology and master's degree HU in uh, Washington, D.C., which actually brought me here to the D.C. area. And my plan was always to go into counseling. That was the goal. So I was never one of those people that didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, When my mom said, okay, you're applying for colleges, which major? There were only two things that I wanted to do. I wanted to sing. I was not Whitney Houston, so that wasn't going to (laughs) work. And okay. I wanted to help. I was, that was it. So that was it. I knew, I knew, I knew going in. I was one of those kids that everybody always listened to me. Everybody always came to me for advice. I'm the oldest of three children, and I mean, I would give advice, and people would listen to me. I don't know why, but they did. So I knew that I always wanted to help people, and that was the way that I could do it. That was one of my gifts. So. When I got to college, that was the plan, got my master's degree, did all of that. And actually what happened was when I got my master's degree and I went into the social work field, I ended up, I was a program director at an outpatient mental health clinic. And I saw myself with this this system that I realized was really broken. Um, That instead of being set up to help people to heal and to grow and to change their lives, the system was really set up to help people to heal their dysfunction. And, hmm. or, or rather, I should say, it was really set up to help them to maintain their dysfunction. Okay. So people weren't changing. People weren't growing. People weren't really getting better. They were just staying at the maintain. status quo. Um, right. The system was simply set up to just put a Band-Aid on and go on about your business. And I actually wanted to help people. I'm one of those, you know, optimists, like I want to change the world. I want to heal the world. I want everybody to be better. And when I realized that I had gotten into this profession and it really wasn't set up for that, 
I started getting depressed and I started feeling like I couldn't really make an impact. I couldn't make a difference. And I didn't know what to do. Because I was like, here, I worked so hard to get here, right? I did all this school. I got all these right. student loans. I did all of this. And it was not the business. Like, this is not what I signed up for. And hmm. so that went on for a while. I just stayed stuck within this broken system. And I found myself literally just getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was tired of being depressed. I was tired of being sad. I was tired of not wanting to go to work on Monday morning. Um, and it just got to a point where I knew I had to make a change, but I did not know what to do. So here I was, the social worker over here, counseling other people and trying to help other people, and I couldn't help myself. I didn't know where to go to for help mm. myself. Mm. And what ended up happening is I ended up talking to one of my friends who actually just so happened to, she was having a woman's retreat, and she said, Ava, Laura, come on out. You know, I'm having this woman's retreat. I think, you know, you'll love it. It'll give you time out, and, and, you know, it'll give you a chance to kind of just take a breath and get away from all your problems and everything you're dealing with right now. And so I did. I went on this retreat. It was a weekend retreat, and, um, you know, the first time I had ever been to anything like that, and it was just the, it was the it was a blessing. You know, it was everything that I needed. I got back to my soulful self-care, if you call it. I got back to meditating. I got back to doing yoga. I got back to just, you know, sitting there and just spending time with like-minded women and just being in nature and just taking time out for myself. All those things that I had really stopped doing because I was so miserable. And one of the things that I learned is that when we need self-care the most, we practice it the least. You know, it's like when we're really going through it, that's when we take care of ourselves the least. We get so wrapped up into our problems. And and that's what I did. And so this retreat was like my wake-up call. You know, it was kind of bringing me back to myself and allowing me to see just how, you know, out of balance and out of tune and out of harmony I had gotten with myself. And one of the things that ended up happening is during the retreat, I literally had a, you know, I, I literally had a breakdown. Um where when I realized just how out of harmony I was, I, I just found myself on my hands and knees crying out to God, like, I can't live like this anymore. I'm, I am hurting so much. I am so miserable. I can't do this anymore. Like, you have to get me out of here. And I was, you know, on my hands and knees doing an ugly cry. Just, I mean, just letting it all out. Oh, you know, laying it in the water. You know, you've been there, like, yeah. like it, it was just, like, it was just bursting at the seams, ready to come up and out. And that's what happened. So I literally broke down. And that was absolutely the start of my breakthrough. And so I tell my clients, like, you really do have to break down to break through. And your blessings will follow that. Um, and, and that's what happened. And so essentially, you know, I felt better after that, obviously. You know, I felt good. I felt like I had released. I felt like I had gotten this experience that I needed. And then I was like, oh, shoot, like I got to go back to work on Monday morning. <laughs> so it was like everything that I experienced, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, back to reality. Um, but that's what I did. I went back to work on Monday and, um, you know, business as usual, and my boss calls me into his office, and, you know, he sits me down, and he says, Ava Laura, you know, you've been great. You know, um, you, you're an amazing person. We've loved having you, but i got to let you go. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? Excuse what? me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's, wait, what's going on? And, and I mean, yeah. 
you know, ego literally was in, in a rage because here I am. I'm like your classic, you know, overachiever, perfectionist. I graduated magna cum laude. Like, I am the overachiever to the extreme. So to tell me, like, <laughs> I've never been fired from anything in my life. Okay. So needless to say, I was in shock. <laughs> I was yeah. in shock. Um, but then, you know, but then spirit kicked in. Spirit was like, well, Ava Lord, why are you upset? You know, this is right. what you prayed for. So this what are you going to do? Right. right. Exactly. Like, this is this is your answer prayer. So now what are you right. going to do? And um, and that became my journey. Like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to take, um, you know, the blue pill? Am I going to take the safe route and just go back into the social work field? Because if ah. anybody knows social work, listen, yeah. anybody know, you can get a, there's a dozen, a dime a dozen social work jobs out there. So, you know, it's like, is that what I'm going to do? Or am I going to take the red pill and I'm going to just venture into the path of the unknown and just do what I know oh. I need to do? And... Oh. You know, I decided to take the red pill. I decided to take that faith walk. I decided to venture into the path of the unknown and do um, what I knew needed to be done because I knew that the traditional healthcare and mental health model was was failing everybody. Um, And so I knew that something had to give. And the only way for me to be able to do what I needed to do was to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And so... I did I did something, you know, people say is radical. I didn't know it was radical at the time. I just knew that it was necessary. But I took, okay. you know, literally what I call my um what I call my six month healing sabbatical. Right? Okay. Where I literally took six months to do my healing work. And, you know, really looking at who am I? Why am I here? What are the gifts that God has given me? What is it that I can do that nobody else can do? Why did God put me here? And how can I best serve and make an impact? And Mm. I got counseling. That's when I did my life coaching certification training. So that's when I learned Reiki. You know, a lot of the work that I do now, that's really when I learned it. That's when I studied aromatherapy, hypnotherapy. I literally just did I engrossed myself into the healing arts. Mm. And after that six months, in November of 2005, I opened up Avalor's Healing Center, and that was almost 14 years ago now. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Okay, then. That was way, that was more than what I thought, but it's definitely your, your journey to where you are was necessary. Um, it does sound familiar to what some people, i.e. myself, let's just start this since we are the ones that's on the line. I'm pretty sure those that are listening, it's a few out there that would agree as well that went through at some point the breakdown process. And then when you get yeah. to work, it's like, hold on, wait a minute. You say, well, now, I'm fired today or tomorrow. Right now, I got to go? You know, <laughs> like, hold on, so I, was, I wasn't ready. I hope I wasn't ready for that. I thought I was. Wait a minute. You know, so um, one of the things that I want to ask you, because you, you, you brought up something, and it's, it's the place of transition without you even saying that's where you were, but that's where you were. So when you yeah. were in that place of transition for those six months, the beginning of that, like, I would say that first 30 days of those six months, mm-hmm. at what point did something click for you? Because something clicked at once. In my mind, and I could be wrong, please correct me, I'm all for learning. In my mind, from what I have experienced, every 30 days, 
if not 21, something new is like, oh, now this makes sense. What was that mm-hmm. thing for you? So, you know, here's the thing, and, and this is just a testament of, of who I am and the right. work that I have done. And, 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 and I say this because I don't want, you know, people to feel like, oh, my God, I, I am extremely resilient. Um, okay. When something happens to me, I bounce back rather quickly. And, again, that is because of the work that I have done. So I'm right. not I'm not trying to sit here and brag and say, like, literally as soon as I was fired and my ego had it, you know, what? Oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening, blah, 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 blah. Like, literally yeah. that night, that night. And, you know, my boss was like, hey, you know, um, take your time, um, you know, because I had the keys. I was running the joint, right? He was like, you yeah, know, take yeah. your time moving everything, moving everything out. You don't have to do it all right now. That night, I left. I left. I came back that night with my husband at the time, my ex now, cleaned out my office, left the keys. I was done. I was like, I am not dragging this process out. I am done. Right. So I, I knew then, and that next day, I started looking at life coaching certification programs and looking up different healing modalities the next day. Amen. Bam. Did y'all catch that? I'm going to pause for a second. Anyone that's listening, right, I'm looking like y'all can see me, but you can't, thank God, because I look a mess. Listen, whenever, especially for those of you that, because this is Indie Fire Radio, so mostly everyone that's listening to the show um, and that are fans of Indie Fire Radio and Nakia, y'all know um, the road to anything indie is not easy at all. And when you decide or when you are – put into a position, let's put it that way, because everything you're working towards is putting you in a position for a reason. I'm trying not to teach too hard so I can get back to my line of questions. But when you are put into a position to act out and act on the things that you've already put in place, it's okay to go ahead and act out on those things. At the same time, you also, while you're acting those out, one of the things that you are also doing if you didn't catch it then, I'm going to tell you exactly what you're doing when you're doing that because she already said it. You're certifying yourself, okay? Just catch that. Whoever needed to get it, catch that because that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to move on to now is I was noticing on your website, avalor.com, that that um, you have you, – there's something on here that I was like, wait a minute, what now? Because I'm a, I'm a clicker. I go on websites. I click. I tap on everything <laughs> possible. If I'm supposed to tap on it, I want it to work. I'm one of those persons. I, I need it to work. Yeah, I need to work. That one, that's right. actually the old site. It's coming down. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. It got me to where I needed to be, and I can understand now why I was led to what I'm about to get into to right now. Um, and you may hit my questions with hit some of these questions without me even having to ask. Um, I thank you. I want to say this for one for you not. Um, pursuing the avenue of maintaining the unconscious mind of those that need healing. I appreciate you for not going down that maintaining road, the maintenance of that, because I understand mm-hmm. that all too well, especially when it comes to the healthcare field, it needs to stop. Because if you maintain it and you continuously pushing the agenda, we won't get into that because this is your show, not theirs. And so what I want to <laughs> say is, um, what I mean by theirs is big brothers, y'all hear me. So what I want to get into is the cord of attachment 
because you had that as an over as an overachiever as a successful woman never been fired you had that cord of attachment and so mm-hmm. um as i noticed that on your website hello full circle I'm like, wait a minute, court of attachment, what the hell? Did she just make this up? Then when I'm reading, I did. <laughs> now I'm reading, I'm like, wait a minute, that makes sense. So can you go into, for those that don't know, because I've learned a little bit from off of your website, what we have you on the line, can you go into what the court of attachment is? Can we, you know, can we discuss Absolutely. that? First okay. of all, I knew that was so. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, but I I said a lot because, you know, and now, again, for the black community, it's, it's, it's sort of interesting. You have, like, the really holistic part of the black community where, you know, or the hoteps, as people are called now, where, you know, everybody's vegan or vegetarian and they know Reiki, right. they know yoga, they know meditation, right? You got that? And then you have, right. like, the, you know, the Christians and the religious, like, oh, no, that's against my religion. I can't do that. I don't know what that is. Right. And then you mm-hmm. have, like, the in-between people that's like, look, I'm just out here trying to live the best life I can. So just, Come on. you know, yes, I'm going to do right. traditional health care, but I'm also going to do holistic, too, because I see traditional is not working, and I'm just trying to be the best. Come man. on. Amen. And it's, so it's pretty interesting, but. Most people have never, ever heard of cord cutting no matter where they fall, which is hilarious. So I I love exposing people to new ways of healing and being. I think that's so important because how are you going to be the best you if there's things out there that you don't even know anything about? Right. And most of us just have not been exposed. And it's important to say that now, remember, you know, holistic um, healing and alternative healing and all this stuff is popular now. It's popular now to be vegan. It's popular now to be vegetarian. It's, you know, popular now to do yoga and meditate. But y'all got to understand, this was back in 2005, 14 years ago. Wasn't nobody right. talking about this stuff, right? right. So I was, <laughs> I was a unicorn. I was before my time, you know. So right. nobody, all of my clients when I first started were white. Okay. So I just want y'all to know how this shift has occurred. And now we're finally catching up. Um, but what a cord, a cord cutting is, a cord cutting attachment. I said all that to say that all of my teachers at that time were white too. Um, okay. So um, this was something that I learned from one of my teachers. Essentially is this. If you understand that every single thing is energy, right? Your energy, right. the room that you walk into is energy, you know, um, the phone that I'm on right now is energy. The chair that you're sitting on is energy. The clothes that you're wearing contain energy. People that you right. have interactions with are energy. Everything is made up of energy. Right. And so that's why you can walk into a space and say, ooh, I love it. It feels good in here. I love the energy. Or, that's ooh, right. Mm, something right. It don't feel good up right. in here. I don't right. like this. I don't want to be here. Like, that's yeah. all energy. And when we're dealing with the cords of attachment, it's understanding that in every relationship, there is energy being exchanged between you and another person. Right. Okay. So the more um, close the relationship is, the more attached you are. So if you're married, you know, your um, your family, your parents, your siblings, um, your best friend, like whoever you're closest to, there's more energy being exchanged between the two of you. Right. So 
what happens then when that relationship is toxic or it's dysfunctional or you're trying to break up with this person, but you can't seem to let them go? You just hang right. on. you like, why, even though I know they're not good for me, but I can't leave them alone. Right. That's that part of attachment that's still there. Just because you decided that you were going to break up with this person didn't mean that you let go of that energy. It's still there. Well. So a part of attachment is simply it's an energetic technique, um, a ritual, if you will, in some sense, of what I'm doing to energetically cut that energy or that tie between you and another person. So you could either start over relationship new with new energy or just in the relationship and let it go. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, And you which brings me to my next point because I was also reading and I was like, well, yeah, because, you know, I'm a, I am a firm believer on, if it's over and done, it's over and done. And, yeah. you know, of course, you know, we naturally want to go back and um, dissect every possible scenario that went wrong and was it our fault and what I could have did right or what I could do differently later or is this really me, you know, those type of things. We go back and we dissect, you know. I mean, mm. we're human. It happens. Um, mm-hmm. However, when I was going on, you know, reading more, reading more, reading more. I'm like, wait a minute, because I did think about the whole divorce thing. I've been divorced twice. We're not getting into that. So, I, you know, I thought about the whole divorce part, and I'm like, okay, I can get that part. I was like, but hold on a second. You said something on here that was like, I'm like, hold on. How much? Okay, so I'm going to get to this question. So how does the energy pattern, like, how does the energy pattern remain after someone is deceased? You know, because I know about, mm-hmm. I mean, that. To me, it would seem like the whole aspect, the corner, cornerstone of how um, we hear a lot of times in the church, I didn't grow up Baptist, I just showed up Baptist, put it that way. So, you know, we get the whole forgiving or not forgiving someone of something, and then they die and it's held on to you. Is that the same aspect with the cord of attachment that you have to detach? Like, how do you sever that? How, do, how, yeah. how would you, what would you say to someone that has a problem? or still holding on to the person that has been deceased and whatever they're holding on to, you know, how would you speak to that person if they're listening? Yeah, you know, a lot of times, you know, again, within, particularly within families, I'll say, and this is not only for families, of course, but particularly within families, right, you Mm -hmm. have generations that have not healed. Right. Right? You have generational dysfunction. And that right. doesn't end when that person dies. Right. That function continues, and it keeps going and creating patterns within this family system. And you might not even know your family history, and you go back and you find out you're repeating the patterns of your grandma, right. your auntie, mm-hmm. your great-grandma. Y'all all doing the same your stuff. Your uncle. Yeah. So it's it's that again is that that energy that pattern of that and so the process is the same. But what I would say to a person like that is really look at your family history, look at what's going on. And I've done a lot of clients like that in particular, where you know a lot of my clients because of my background, really having the counseling mental health background and the life coaching energy healing background. 
um, I really combine that for a much more holistic process. So I have people who come to me, they want counseling. I have people that come to me who want life coaching. I have people that come to me that want energy healing. But I like to combine them all because, to me, counseling without coaching is incomplete. And coaching without counseling is incomplete. You need that marriage. And we have too many people walking around who, you know, they're great counselors, but they don't have that coaching model. So they're, 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 you know, they're – Clients are like, this is great, wonderful. I had somebody to sit and talk to, but now what do I do? And they don't know what to do next. Right. You know? Or you have too many coaches running around with no mental health background, no counseling background, trying to push their their clients forward, and they're stuck, and they don't know how to get them mm. unstuck. That's good. So you need you need all of that. But, you know, so part of this is understanding there's there's generational hurts and generational healing that needs to happen. But also, too, mm-hmm. a lot of times just that that lack of forgiveness and holding on. You know, how many right. of you have been hurt by somebody and they might be good and gone and dead and in the ground and you mm-hmm. still mad at them? You still mm. holding on. You still right. don't forgive them. So the core cutting is for you. It's not for them. It's so you can let go and you can move on. So you don't have to stay stuck and tied to somebody who is really bringing you down. Right. This crazy part is they already dead. So, I mean, they can't take you no, no, no further than six feet. I don't understand. So let go and live a little bit. I know it's but easier said than done. don't know how yeah. to let go. Most right. I was really going to say, yeah. Right. Right. They say it. They'll say, "Oh, I forgive," but they really don't. Right, and that's where the coaching and the counseling—they come in. One, they come in. They go hand in hand, and there's nothing wrong with that they either. Really and I, I would hope that there would be some listeners that would, you know, catch that and be like, "Okay, I can seek counseling. It's okay for me to seek counseling outside of um, my spiritual counselor." You know what I mean? Um, because that's important. That's one that's like I call yeah. that. When you're at that state, and this is just, I might be talking out of term, however, comma, <laughs> when you're at that state of constantly being in a routine of going to church, and i got to say this to my church people because I don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to the church hurt of things. However, um, one thing that you have to realize or that I would hope someone, just one, if not one, maybe three, will understand that are listening to this um, show is that it's okay to seek counsel. It even says it in the scripture if you want to be technical about it. It's okay to seek counsel. Be wise in seeking counsel. It doesn't have to be your pastor. I encourage you, I implore you to seek a third party, someone that's, you know, outside of your everyday norm. Like, you need that. Yeah. It's important, you know, um, especially for your mental health. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's imperative. And fortunately, right. it shifted. Because, like I said, when I first yeah. started, most of my clients, not most, all my clients were white. Um, and a lot of, you know, I'll, I'll never forget. I remember I got a phone call from a woman who wanted Reiki and the chakra balancing. And I said, okay, great. Wanted to set up the appointment with her. And she said, but, but what will my, my, uh, what will my pastor think? I said, I don't know. I don't know your pastor. And what does your pastor have to do with your health and your well-being? Come on. Right. Right. So, Fortunately, that has shifted where right now the majority of my clients are professional black women. Look at that. So it has shifted. That message is occurring, and a lot of my clients, 
And, you know, and I, so a lot of my clients, I wouldn't say that they go to their pastors for counseling, but what they do is they go to their pastors for couples counseling, which unfortunately can be just as bad sometimes because what I have to tell my clients is, look, I'm sure your pastor is great. I'm sure he's amazing. He's wonderful. No disrespect to your pastor. But counseling is a specific skill. Just because you can be a good pastor does not make you a good counselor. Mm, And there are specific skills that we learn that other people are not going to learn. Now, you have some pastors who have been, like, done pastoral counseling, right, or something like that, so they've been trained, but a lot haven't. So if they haven't been trained, why are you going there for counseling when that's not their skill set? Maybe their skill set is know, helping you to live and, and, you know, and introducing you to the Bible and helping you to have a relationship with God, but that does not translate into helping you to explore yourself, to learn yourself, to right. understand who you are and how to bring those gifts out of you. Right. The, the skills don't translate. Right. So you have to be really mindful of that and just understanding that there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking help outside of that. But as long as it's a professional – and y'all will go to your friends, you go to your grandma, your mama, but you won't come to a professional. Right. So you have no problem sharing your business with everybody, with the people who can't help you. But when it comes to going to professional who can't help you, it's like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to do that. That's against my religion. Right. Huh? It's not against your yeah. religion to everybody else. Right. And that's where, that's, where, that's where I see a lot of suppression occur and a lot of stunted growth you know, and stagnated growth, I should say, stagnated process and stunted growth and suppression, all all the things that work against what it is that, you know, all the things that work against the gifts that God has given the people that attend the churches or let's step outside of the church, all the gifts that God has given you anyway, all the gifts that you are, gifts and talents, talents that you are already born with, you know, that's where that cutoff comes at. That's how people get stuck and, 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 and it's hard to uh, transition and move forward because they're stuck on that one thing. And it's like, no, you gotta, you gotta shift it a little bit. There's nothing wrong with the shift. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. There's nothing I mean, wrong with the, the shift. The shift is everything. I'm gonna tell you, life right. is a balance of shifts. Right. It is. I want to. Um, speaking of that, I wanted to move. I, um, before we, because I got like a few more minutes before um, I turn it over to you to give your social media information and how people can reach you. She does have um, a Reiki certification training that I'll let her give you information on as well. But I want to move on to um, another question because I wanted, I was I was like, well, what the heck is Reiki, right? And I'm like, <laughs> is this like some, you know, you sitting here and you just chanting? Don't don't get me started because my mind was taking me somewhere. I'm like, are you chanting? Is this, is this something where you touch me? My funny about people touching me. Like I go to the chiropractor, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want no massage today because that means somebody got to touch me. I don't want that, especially if my mind isn't right and I don't know what they're thinking today. I don't want to deal with that. So no, nah, we we're not gonna do that. So um, I know it's a transference of energy. Everything that we do is this conversation. Um, when we write, when we post, we take pictures, we talk. No matter you walk by, it's still transference of energy. Um, the Reiki healing, right, for depression, pain, anxiety and addiction, have you, how do you help someone, like what is Reiki in itself, and in a quick summary, if you can do that for me, and then Mm -hmm. how 
is it that Reiki can help someone with addiction? Because opioids is like the number one thing that's popping out everywhere right now. So those two mm-hmm. questions, I'm going to leave at So let me just say, obviously, this could be a much longer conversation. I'm going to make of it course. as right. loose as possible. But I, I just yeah. want to say that to people, right? Um, yeah. So essentially, Reiki is hands-on healing. And Reiki is all about creating balance in your body, okay? So just remember, it's all about balance. So it's not like this woo-woo, pie in the sky, chanting, bringing forth the dead, bringing in the gods. Like, everybody has all this thing. It's really all about bringing balance and harmony in your body. So let me give you an example. A healing process, right? For the healing process to work naturally, things have to come up and out of our body. Right? Okay. Yeah. So if you think about detox, everybody's talking about detox. You detox because you're you're getting things out of your body that's stuck. Right. So that's essentially the same thing as a healing process. We've gotten very used to in this country, if I have a headache, I'm just going to take an aspirin. But what's actually causing the aspirin? Do you need to sleep more? Do you need to eat better? Like I know if I eat too much sugar, I'm going to get a headache. Okay. Right? So the headache is an indication of something that needs to change, but what we like to do is cover stuff up rather than mm-hmm. unearth it and bring it up. So when you're right. doing something like Reiki or any healing modality, is bringing things up and out of your system. That's how it mm-hmm. helps to heal. And the way that I liken it to is if you understand acupuncture, acupuncture works, there's needles that are really the conduit or the transference of the energy. That's what the needles are, right? And Reiki, the conduit or the transfer of the energy, is my hand. So it's just you, energy coming through my, I'm just a vessel, coming through my hands into your body. And that energy is creating balance and harmony in your body. So if you're addicted to something, more than likely there's toxins, there's things that got to come up and out. It's removing it Mm -hmm. from your body. Your body on its own knows how to heal itself. The problem is we don't give the body what it needs to heal itself. Mm. So think about it. You have a cut, cut, right? If you leave that cut on on your hand, if you leave that cut alone, if you do absolutely nothing, that cut is going to heal on its own. You don't need no no sporin. You don't need no essential oils, no Band-Aid. If you just left it alone... It's going to heal on its own. Now, it might get an infection if it's not covered, but it, your body knows what to do to heal itself. Right. So when I'm introducing Reiki, I'm just giving the body the energy that it needs to heal itself. Mm. That's it. All right. So it's, it's, it's no woo-woo kind of thing. It's just we're so out of tune and out of balance and out of harmony. We're not eating well. We're not sleeping well. We're not taking care of ourselves. We all over the place. We stress out. Your body can't heal when all of those different factors. So you need to introduce something that's going to help to clear that stuff out so your body can do what it knows how to do. Okay. I feel like she's talking to me, y'all, just a little bit. Okay. All right. (laughs) Cool. I guess I'm going to lay down. It's your boy, Jerusalem, from the Scarfella Music Group, and you're on the air with the hottest station, Indy oh, Fire, Indy Fire, with your host, Lil Timmy and Nakia, right here, right on the here, station, right here, right here, all the hottest right here, hip-hop right here, right hits, Indy Fire, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. 
All right. So y'all have been listening to Indie Fire Radio. This is your one and only host. You're going to call me Susie Newton. Visiting over here on Indie Fire Radio. And I have the absolute wonderful Ava Laura Gator. She's like, my last name ain't important. It's important when you're talking to me. I'm just saying. So we have her on the line. <laughs> <laughs> we have on the line, Miss. I don't have all her accolades in front of me, but she will definitely run them down to you, Miss. Social worker, Reiki healing, um, meditator. I'm a, that's a word. Don't don't judge me. Yoga. It is a uh, healer. Yes, meditator, yoga instructor, um, global healer, all that. She is on the line. Um, Ava Laura's Healing Center. You can visit her at avalora.com. Um, I do have. One other question I want to get out before we get into your um, your spill of your social media outlets. This was um, not well. It's kind of off topic, but everything kind of flows together because it's still therein still lies the energy. Because I know when I have dreams, and I am I am I'm not a dreamer. I'm an interpreter, and when I have dreams they tend to bother me sometimes, not in a bad way, but in a way where I'm constantly putting my energy, my thoughts toward that. It'd be like, okay, that's what this was. That's what this was. What was this? Did I smell something? So I understand the breakdown of it. But what I want to ask you is doing a dream interpretation. What's the significance of animals and objects? Help the people understand that. If they see an animal or an object in the dream, how is that important? Yeah, right. that's a loaded question because every animal and object is a different um, interpretation. And you might understand dream interpretation, but most people really have no Don't. clue. Right. None. Of course. Um, and actually, so when I teach dream interpretation, I actually have a um, a home study course, an online course that, um, that, you know, people can take. But when I teach it, I start all the way back to really talk about what dreams are, how they work, where they come from. And, you know, all of that background and history, because most people, like I said, you know, unless they have a gift in which some people are gifted in, most people have no clue about dreams. They think that it's all from our unconscious mind, um, because that's what we've been taught. You know, again, I was a psychology major, so I know that's what we were taught. It's some Freudian or Jungian thing um, that it comes from our mind, and dreams are really all about our unconscious where that's not the case at all. If you know anything about dreams, dreams have been with us as long as we've been human. And Mm -hmm. dreams go all the way back to the Bible, um, you know, to the Quran. Um, You know, dreams are spiritual in nature. And if you don't understand that, you will never be able to understand your dreams because you're constantly looking at it from, well, what's going on in my mind? No, it's not what's going on in your mind. What's going on in your spirit? Come on. Right. And it's a whole different language. I tell people, it's like you got to learn Spanish or you got to learn French. So you can't say, oh, well, I, I dreamed of a lion, so that must mean I'm the king of the jungle. Dreams are not literal like that. It, it, it is a language. So you have to understand that language, and they can be very abstract, and one thing can have several different meanings depending on the dream and depending on how you saw it. So it gets very detailed. It's very complex. So it's really important to understand the nature of dreams and what they stand for and stop looking at them as a very literal language or you will always incorrectly, uh, you know, try to interpret your dream. And please don't go on Google because Google don't know how to interpret dreams. 
sorry. So, <laughs> well, you heard it here from Ms. Ava Laura Gaver, honey. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. Um, thank you for that. I appreciate it. I have enjoyed chopping it up with you this evening. I cannot tell you. Like, I get all sorts of, I have social anxiety. I diagnosed myself. I did that because I'm aware of what's going on. And I'm like, um, I'm all over the place. That's what I was thinking, literally. I think I was, you did I was that way. Job. I was like, I'm if all over the place. I usually do. I, I ain't even going to toot my own horn. What'd you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I would not have Hello? thought you had social anxiety or anything else if you didn't say it. You did a phenomenal job. You asked them, oh, listen, let me tell you something. I have a podcast. I'm working on my okay. second podcast. I have been doing interviews for the past umpteen years. And you right. ask some questions that no, nobody has ever asked me. People oh, you should ask the same questions. Oh. I don't, she cut out. She back? Hello? Yeah, so, yeah, pat yourself okay. on the back. Give yourself a hug. You did a phenomenal job. Whoop, whoop. That's called the power of pushing through, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I embrace, I embrace the journey and just keep it moving. Sometimes that's all you got to do, and it'll work itself out. So I'm going to turn over the time right now to Miss Ava Laura. And if you would, please give the people your social media information, um, your certification, um, classes that you have for your Reiki training and all that jazz. Just let them know about, you know, a little bit about you and a good summary where they can find you. Absolutely. So, again, my name is Ava Laura. I am Googleicious. There is only one Ava Laura. So, literally, you type in A-V-A-L. I'm going to pop up. You're going to see me in my head wrap. Uh, AvaLaura.com is my website, A-V-A-L-A-U-R-A, just like it sounds, Ava plus Laura. And uh, I am on all social media, so you can hit me up on Facebook. I have a business page, a personal page. I am on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I also have a podcast, Ava Laura Heal My Life, which is on iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere that podcasts are played. Um, yes, I do have a number of different things coming up. It's best to get on my mailing list so you can stay in the loop of everything that I have going on and definitely follow me on social media because I do post it. Um, I do Reiki uh, certification workshops almost once a month. Um, so I have a new series coming up in uh, January, Reiki 1 and 2, and the master's training in March. So if you want to know more about that, you can go to my website at com to learn more about Reiki. I'm specifically working with a lot of mental health professionals, nurses, uh, counselors, people in the helping professions so that they can integrate Reiki and use it for their clients. So I'm all about training you so that you can help more people. I am just one person. I can't do this on my own. But if I train you to do it, then you can go out and you can help the people in your life and help yourself as well. So um, definitely Reiki is an amazing way to do that. I also have next month, I can't believe it's already happening, um, Uh Black Women Leaders Retreat in Spain. Um, My first wellness retreat is called Unwind and Unplug. It is really all about helping you type A overachiever, you know, leaders in your own life to take a woo moment, to take a break, take some time out for you. Um, practice some yeah. self-care, a ball in Spain. We're going to be there for a week in a private villa. Private chef is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, daily workshops, excursions, yoga, um, meditation, 
So um, there is still space. So if you can come on out, do that. If you can't come this year, that's okay. Mark your calendars for uh, October 2020. But that is going down next month, so you can definitely find out more information about that again on my website at avalora.com. All right. That was good. Um, If there is anyone sitting in the queue wanting to chime in, you're thinking about calling in, you can also feel free to do so because we are here. And um, I'm just – I'm just all out of everything right now. She said, oh, type A overachiever. Yeah, that would be me. That 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 would be me. I'm the type A overachiever over here because the software development training is driving me nuts, but I shout <laughs> progress because things need to be done, and I see, I see problems, and I'm like, I need solutions. Listen, let's fix it. So that's where I am. Oh, shucks. That's where I am with that. I um. <laughs> I definitely want to thank you on behalf of in the fight in in the indie fire radio, Miss Ava Laura. I really do. Thank you for coming out. I love your head wrap, by the way. Like, thank yeah. you. I, I You're welcome. Talk about this, but I actually sell head wraps as well as teach women how to wrap their hair. Oh well, look at that. Cause I I be twisting. Okay, so commercial break. So I'm when I'm putting my I put my uh, it ain't even a head wrap. Don't get me started. It's like this really good scarf I got a couple years ago from somewhere I don't remember. I think I got it from my aunt. Um and when I one time I went home and I decided the other day I was like, you know what, I'm tired of I love my afro, I really do, but I'm so tired of having it out at night. Like I don't want to sleep on my hair because it doesn't get nappy. I just don't like it to be uh bothered. <laughs> I don't like my hair to be bothered at all. If I feel like I got to comb it some extra times or it's really thick, which makes it, it annoys me. So I'll braid it down, which takes forever because, you know, I got issues going on with my shoulders. So it takes me forever to braid it down. And when I put on this scarf, right, I, like, pull it to the front like you do your towel. You know how you ladies, you know, Mm -hmm. us ladies, we do that towel wrap. So I bring it around, and I'm twisting. Oh, Lord, I'm twisting. I'm twisting, I'm twisting. I'm like, I think it's ready. Then when I get it up there and I got my little cute knot on the top of my head, I'm like, doggone it, my head hurts. I think I twisted it too tight. So I have to take it off. So, yeah, knowing how to wrap your head is, I would say, that is definitely important. I didn't think it was important, but it is. Uh, Yeah, so. Even if you know how to wrap, just learning some different techniques. Because I I work with, you know, women who have never wrapped, don't know how to wrap it. They're like, oh, my God, I love your hair wraps. I got to learn it. And I work with others who do know how to wrap, but they end up doing the same boring styles because that's all they know. So you can right. benefit either way. And it's just a lot of fun. Like I do private parties. Um, I have my own events here in College Park, Maryland. It's a lot of fun. And I have online too as well. All right. I'm going to have to hook up with you at some point down the line here because um, you've given us some definite uh, helpful tips on how to get your whole life together. And the energy part about getting your life together, your business together, like 2020, I keep saying this is going to be a great year because it's 2020, honey, like hindsight, 2020. I don't know how many more clues you need to get that one. But next year, um, it's definitely going to be a great year. My year next year have already started because that's just how I am. It's who I am. It's the way I'm set up. I just, Stuff don't start in January. It kind of starts now, and it just bleeds mm-hmm. into the new year. So, um yes. Again, I thank you so much. IndieFireRadio.com is where you need to go. Blog Talk Radio, make sure you tune in. As always, this was Too Lit Tuesdays. Hashtag Too Lit Tuesdays. Hashtag Indie Radio. Boom. I love Nakia. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We are going thank to get ready to get out of here. 
And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm your girl. I don't know. Find me somewhere. Instagram, maybe? I'm barely on there right now because I'm, I'm processing stuff and revamping some things. But you can find me at BK2MI on Instagram, all right? So we out, and that's it for now. Till next time, Thursday. Tune in. Yeah. Uh, that was cute. You know, don't nobody close my show out but me. You should have learned that from the last company I'm kept up here trying to close out. I'm done. I'm just saying. I know I'm done. That's all I'm saying. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to our host this evening, Miss Susie Newton of Saved and Sexy Radio and a whole and Conscious Chronicles and a and a whole lot of other stuff. I get excited when I talk about Susie. If y'all ever hear me talk about my business besties, that's who I'm talking about. So I get excited when I talk about her because you don't know. Like, we wake up together. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me let me back up on Not like that. I know somebody, back up. somebody's eyes right. is rolling through their head right now. Yeah. Like, Come we, back. we Come talk back. all day long. We talk. We encourage each other. We inspire each other. We motivate each other. We got so many yeah. um, up-and-coming ideas that we're ready that they're, they're bursting through us right now so i know right. 2020 is going to be huge um for the both of us in, in many different ways but also in many um similar ways so thank you again for right hosting this evening thank my guest Ava Laura, internationally celebrated life coach um spiritual counselor hypnotherapist holistic aromatherapist and yoga meditation instructor and, yes, we did have another Reiki uh, instructor on the show earlier this month. Harlow Hendricks from Las Vegas was here. Uh, make sure that your Harlow has a book that she's working on. She has several books that are out. She's working on her autobiography now. I don't think she's actually titled it her autobiography, but it is all truth, all about self. So um, she was here earlier this month. And then don't forget, last month we had Monica Bickerstaff here, who is also right. um, a doctor of holistic medicine. Um, a holistic aromatherapist. Um, she practices traditional Chinese medicine. Um, and shout out to Monica. She's now gone from uh, Vegas with Macy's to the DMV area with Macy's this past weekend. So we know with her product line. So we know that coming up in October, she's going to be in Atlanta. So I'm super excited mm-hmm. to meet her, you know, face-to-face, actually try the product, you know, get a little tissue with her. Um, and just uh, live life uh, the way that we should be living. Make sure that you tune in on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we close out the month with the electrifying R&B singer Troy Quentin. Troy has a performance on the 27th. We want to make sure that we pull him in on the 26th prior to his uh, big show. He hasn't released an album in 12 years. Uh, His album is set to be released next month, so I'm super excited to have him um, as my guest on Thursday, again, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And salute to all of my um, Hispanics and Latinos. This is um, Hispanic National or National Hispanic Heritage Month. Started on the 15th of September, ends on the 15th of October. So, uh, Boom. Yeah, mi gente, yes. (laughs) All right, so uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Guys, we'll see you then. Have a good evening. All right. Peace.